You're listening to Old School with DP and J, presented by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back, one-on-one, 402-464-5685. You can jump in on the text line and let us know what you're thinking. Thank the folks from Charter Hammond for providing that. You can jump on the Honda Lincoln hotline, call in. Got something to say? Go ahead and say it. Say it out loud. Call in. Put your name to it so we know. You can follow on the live video stream. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Have at it. Jay Foreman, we were talking about it. Look, I, being around professional, collegiate and professional programs, we're in the age now where rumor overrides common sense. That so many people have the ability to just put nonsense into the universe. That we don't deal with facts much. We did. We spend more time dealing with speculation and rumor than we do with actual sports facts, <laughs> right. sports things. From an athlete standpoint, how do you deal with that? Do you ignore it when somebody, like, say, somebody puts something out and goes, "Jay Foreman did this," and you do you address it or do you figure that your life's work is already out there and people know? How uh, do you for deal? the most part, I think guys just probably try to keep it moving. Yeah, you know. Um, you can't defend yourself against stuff that you don't even know where it's coming from or who's even saying it. Because, you know, say somebody puts it out there, don't even have a – they don't put their stamp on it, but they're stamping you with it. If you just kind of just don't say anything, sometimes that's better. You don't ever want to – I think if you comment on it, this is anything. and any, If somebody's saying something that's not – that you know factual or your heart of hearts is not true, what's the point of giving it your energy? It's hard to do because – you know, with the age of social media and stuff, your reputation and, and it could be damaged. And that ultimately, since their social media can hurt your branding power, which obviously hurts your bottom line, which is your wallet, so forth and so on. So it who knows where they start or who wants to do it? I think, you know, people, for the most part, always start with their own assumptions and throw it on whoever, and then they go from there. And then, you know, who knows if they heard something, you know, obviously they're dealing with the basketball program or this one, and then there's other stuff that with any, you know, football or whatever, it's just people just make stuff up and run with it, especially if you're not winning. I mean, it doesn't get a lot of tread of the – the rumors, you know, locally or, you know, that are on the message boards or I'm assuming this stuff came from a message board or something. If you're winning, you know, you're not an easy target. When you're losing, everybody wants to pile on. And that's just, I mean, that's what I've seen around here. So I don't necessarily know if that's true at other places. I only can, you know, see what, or, or you know, comment on what I've seen around here. So if you're the coach and you hear a thing whispered about you or your program, well, I mean, in this case, I'm sure, I don't know, or whatever, when you read the statement from, or, you know, Trevor released a statement, you know, he asked Fred about it, and he talked to compliance. So, all those channels are already covered, and then you just go about your business. Yeah, because you've mean, done the work. You, yeah, you already done the work and already kind of proved your innocence or debunked the rumors. Just keep it going. Yeah, I mean, and this is... A, a battle. So whoever's putting this out there, you've got subterfuge because tomorrow's recruiting signing day, right? You've got that sort of interest. And any program within the athletic department, 
affects all the programs in the athletic. Yeah, league. I mean, not it's indirectly, but yeah, I mean, it's just well, it's no different than when we, you know, had to just. I think when we just kind of came to terms with Mickey Joseph, and then there's some BS story about the football. I mean, I just think that, like I said, I've been on here and I said it millions and millions of times, not millions, but more than three or four times. Mm-hmm. There's people that work in the media and the people that work very, very hard that don't want Nebraska to be successful for whatever reason. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I just don't think that way, so I don't really care. I mean, I can't under, I can't understand it because I can't think that way, right? right? Is Nebraska perfect? No, it's not. I mean, it, nothing's perfect out there. Right. Are we where we need to be? Of course not. Have we done some stuff to hurt, hurt ourselves in the sh- – have we done stuff in the short term years ago that are that are hurting us still to this day? Of course. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't want them to win. I mean, I want them to win, you know, just as much as they do and sometimes even more because I know, understand once you kind of feel the winning feeling and what it takes to win, you know, if you really truly are invested in it, then you can kind of run with it. So I don't know. I don't I'm not saying this comes, this is coming from other media dudes. I'm just saying it's just, there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of time on their hands that push, uh, send on some stuff that they know is probably ninety. You know it's nonsense. Wrong. You know it's no, it's ninety. Yeah, and they don't have any ramifications from it. Right. Um, they're not being held accountable. It's not like whoever started it, this right here, is going to come to light, and then you're not going to get an apology from he or she or whoever. But now you got everybody. This is another thing on a coach's plate that he had to clean off, but you got to clean this. You got to clean that off before you can say, Hey, look, well, how many kids do we got healthy today for practice? Or how's everybody doing if we gave them a day off because maybe they just need a day of rest and kind of decompress to focus 100% on their finals week and get healthy, you know, kind of just stay away from the basketball, stay away from each other, get healthy. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's maybe way with something that he had on his, on his plate. That was his whole plate today. You get what I'm saying? That's then, a lot. That's a lot. Well, it's your team, and you're trying to get the team to play better, give them a chance to kind of get going in the right direction um, or in the direction that, you know, they want to, and you get kind of like a mini bye week because you got, what, almost a week off. And then you got to be like, all right, I got to deal with something that's not, that's not true. To me, I'll ask the question because to me, I, I wonder who are the people who love that sort of chaos because – if you're a part of the fan base and you care, why would you want to cause that sort of distraction? Like, why would yeah, you inject know. that into it? Like, I don't understand. If Do fans and listeners and supporters understand that when you put out negative stuff about the thing that you're supposed to care about, that you're not helping that, that thing? Right. Yeah, I mean, I just think that's the way social media works now. Um, and that's and that's kind of empowered people to be like that anyways. I mean – you know, it's there's no second chances. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes people don't deserve a second chance, but I'm just saying there's no second chances if somebody does something or if you lose a game or if you do that, then it's a, it's blanket it's blanket assumptions, blank you paint everything with a blanket, you know, like um okay, you look you know, you, you play horrible against Michigan, you lose badly against Auburn, probably played a little bit played probably played a little bit harder against Auburn. Mm-hmm. And considering the facts that they, you know, they got the, I guess, flu or some virus going through the whole team, they they play with more energy and more more grit against Auburn, right? But then, 
24, 48 hours later, you're like, oh, the season's over. The season, in a lot of ways, is just getting started. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but the things that they're not doing well can lead to that assumption in three or four weeks if they don't take time to improve it. But there's too much of this broad stuff, right? Oh, you know, like, oh, you know, you're not a good coach because you haven't done this or this. And everybody's always, always comparing what you're doing in present time against maybe a end game result of a coach that's already kind of been through some lean times. Now, just because they've been through lean times and maybe kept their head above water better than you did, or we are right now, doesn't mean they're not lean times at said university. And then they've already kind of progressed past that. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's comparing where you say like the basketball team is versus another one or the football team is versus the other. I can say this without, I can speak on football. Cause that's what I, I mean, obviously that's what I played. You know, it's not everything's the, you know, er, not every uh, scenario is the same. And I can also say there's things that they could have, could have and should have and will do better. Right. That have led to this scenario right here. But you know, Michigan state success, you can't compare it to Nebraska's success. W- taking over a Michigan State program that's been, that was a winning program built on and had the foundation there is different than taking over a program that the foundation wasn't there, right? And it's been take Bo Pelini out, but you know the predecessor after, or the guy you know after uh, Solich, you know Callahan made an honest, great effort to take away everything that Nebraska did to be successful up until he got the job, right? Mm-hmm. So that was four or five years. Bo came in, put his stamp on it, and then, you know, Grandpa Mike came in and was just kind of, you know, just chilling and grilling. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if I missed anybody, but, I mean, I just uh, – so it's it's a lot different than where you had – what Michigan State had before and whatever was going on in the Michigan State Athletic Department with the gymnastics dude or whatever – and then, you know, and then D'Antonio re- abruptly retired. Mm-hmm. Then you take over and you have a winning program in, in um, a situation. I could say that because it's factual. But I'm not giving any excuses on what Grandpa Mike did. I'm just talking about where one one coach started, where one coach didn't start. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I mean, it's it, look if the if you you know there's an old saying if you don't have any if, if somebody isn't so called hating on you, you're not doing something well. But you know ultimately you know probably just need to win more games and play a lot better. And you know the things that Nebraska hasn't done well on the basketball court have nothing to do with erroneous rumors. You know they need to you know you need to get better. You need to get better. You need, you need to get better. You need to do the little things, and they led to big things. And that's no different than a lot of in, in other sports as well. It's um, there are a couple of texts I want to get to, and Greg, I'm going to get to yours at five o'clock because I want to get to this one first. Kirk from Georgia says, "I wish winning really fixed it because he spoke. You just spoke to it. I really, I wish winning really fixed the problem. I hear the same junk from Georgia fans, even though they've been winning at a high level. Some people just like chaos. That is true, and uh, Georgia's been." Oh, the king of the – I wouldn't say the king of the B-movies. They've been the Cinderella story. They've been the best man and never never the groom. Yeah, never the groom. Um, Definitely are the best-looking bodybuilder out there, but Arnold Schwarzenegger just seems to just always beat him in the last little flex-off, and that's that's Alabama. You know, they're they're Lou Ferrigno or whatever, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, look at every program. If you're not winning the – 
deal. The thing, the whatever thing. your thing is. And there's is. still chaos down in Alabama. You know, they, you know, look, people were probably writing Nick Saban off after they uh, lost to, um, you, you know, Texas A&M. I guarantee you there was people calling in the radio stations, that, you know, about they were, they were. how they got <laughs> lucky to beat Auburn. And it, it took a, you know, the quarterback isn't all as good as he thought he is. He needs quarterbacks too short. Right. Well, then he has that drive. That's his Heisman moment. Then he comes up and lights up the – the so-called best defense in the last decade for a tune of almost like 400 yards and 40-some points. So, you know, I know for a fact in in Ohio, uh, you know, Ohio State, they're talking about, well, Ryan Day isn't, you know, he's not a – maybe he's not the best CEO. He's not urban. He's not urban because <laughs> their defenses were never like this on the urban. We always got the best players, and he doesn't know who to hire as a defensive coordinator, and they brought Kerry Combs back. They should have never brought him back. So, you know what, this is a chink against Ryan Day's armor and stuff like that. So, it happens. Um, it just so happens that those teams that we just talked about, all of them have been winning and winning at a very high clip. National championships, conference championships, big bowl games, um, everything that you can, you know, think of. And so, whether it's basketball or football, and obviously, you know, those are two main sports going on right now, um, you know, it's just a, it's a rough go-ahead. I mean, look at the – the volleyball team that we talked about last or yesterday, they had a little rough stretch, you know, during the year where they weren't playing up to their capabilities. They weren't. It wasn't a lot of this chaos, but you know, people were kind of like, "Oh, is this is this combination of playing all these young young kids? Is that really <laughs> going to work?" Right. Well, the same people that were saying that then, quiet, or were like, "Oh man, <clears throat> it took a great coach to have that 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 you know insight in in future thinking to put you know put them out out there and let them battle through and create some." Team chemistry. They're the same people that were questioning everything he did before. Everybody, so. everybody was a was a was a greater volleyball coach than John Cook for for thirty right. games into the season. Like that's amazing, right? Somebody get some Mark got flowers. That's cool. Mark got flowers. That's exceptional. All right, we'll throw the break. When we come back, Nick trivia. Call now four two four six four five six eight five. And Greg, we will get to your text. It's pretty. It's pretty deep. Um, I'll give I'll read it now and give Jay time to ponder it. But Nick, trivia is up next. What are you going to dive into? NFL. NFL. So here's the here's the text, and you guys can respond, and Jay can come up with his answer uh, after after we do trivia. But he's here's the question for both of you guys: If you weren't in your particular occupation that required you to stay abreast of situations, would you be in tune as in tune to social media? Or do you consider it just an occupational hazard that you have to filter through all the garbage that's out there to pick up any leads on stories or potential stories? We will give answers to that trivia at 5 o'clock. But up next, Nick Trivia, call now, chance to win 15 bucks from Upside Bar and Lounge. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman. 
Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.